From the hallowed hallways of Shed High School, from WSHDLP Eastport, this is Round the World with your host, Cracklin' Jane from Eastport, Maine. Stay tuned for historical 78 RPM recordings from around the world. Welcome to the International Cowboy Symposium. WSHD is on location here along with cowboys and eminent cowboyologists from all over the world. The theme of this year's symposium is, Who Are We Anyway? An exploration of the different ethnic groups making up our cowboy brethren. The convention is also featuring a number of workshops and panel discussions, and we're just in time for the first keynote address, Cow Cow Boogie, the African American Cowboy. In the aftermath of the American Civil War, approximately 25% of cowboys were emancipated slaves. Here to expand on this fascinating topic is Ella Fitzgerald and the Ink Spots in the 1943 Cow Cow Boogie. Out on the plains, down near Santa Fe, I met a cowboy riding the rain one day and as he jogged along I heard him singing a most peculiar cowboy song it was a ditty he learned in the city get along get hip little dog get along better be on your way get along get hip and he trucked him on down that old fair way, singing his cow cow boogie in the strangest way. Coming to ya ya ye, coming to yip till ya ye. Singing his cowboy songs, he's just too much. He's got a knocked out western accent with a hard touch. He was raised on local weed. He's what you call a swing half-breed Singing his cow-cow boogie In the strangest way Come on, die-yay-yay Come on, die-yip-yay-yay That cat was raised on loco weed. Jackie's what you call a swing half-breed. Singing his cow-cow boogie in the strangest way. Come on, die, come on, die, yip, 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 die,
We are broadcasting today from the International Cowboy Symposium, and we've just finished the first keynote address about African-American cowboys given by Ella Fitzgerald and the Ink Spots in a presentation entitled Cow Cow Boogie. The next keynote address on the theme of Who Are We Anyway? hails from Hawaii. The story begins during the reign of King Kamahamaha III, when the number of wild cattle in Hawaii was becoming a big problem. In 1832, the king invited three Mexican vaqueros from California to come and teach the Hawaiian people how to become cowboys. Here with the second keynote at this International Cowboy Symposium is Alkialoha Perry and his singing surfriders with their 1940 talk, Hawaiian Cowboy. wraps up the first two keynote addresses of the International Cowboy Symposium that was Al Kialoha Perry and his singing surfriders telling us about Hawaiian cowboys. The attendees are now stretching their legs and finding their way to the various workshops and panel discussions. Let's mosey over to a breakout session entitled 
health benefits of singing to your livestock. The first presenter is Chet Tyler, who will give his 1947 presentation, Cattle Call. The sun comes when he's ready. He 
A very informative session on the health benefits of singing to your livestock. We just heard the 1923 Roundup Lullaby presented by Royal Dadvan, which was preceded by a 1947 cattle call demonstration by Chet Tyler. We're broadcasting today from the International Cowboy Symposium. We don't have time to attend every session offered, but we can read from some of the abstracts. The workshop on cowboy financial advice is claiming to offer the quickest way to double your money, which is to fold it over and put it back in your pocket. Now we are heading on over to the presentations on cowboy culture. Three experts in this field are in the lineup. First up, Gene Autry presents a 1942 paper entitled, I'm a Cowpoke Poking Along. <laughs> I'm a cowpoke, poke, poke, poking along. I live a peaceful life of ease. I do my living where I please. I'm a cowpoke, poking along. Got a pin, toe, 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 toe in the ground. There's a hill ahead, he'll have to climb. We won't rush, we'll take our time. I'm a cowpoke, poking along. I don't need money, my clothes are all new, that's why I'm wearing this grin. The day is sunny, there's nothing to do, and plenty of time to do it in. I'm a cowpoke, poke, poke, poking along, got a gal in Utah on my mind, the only gal I left behind. I'm a cowpoke, poking along. I'm a cowpoke, poke, poke, poking along. I live a peaceful life of ease. Do my living where I please. I'm a cowpoke, poking along. Got a pin, toe, 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 toe in the ground. There's a hill ahead he'll have to climb. We won't rush, we'll take our time. I'm a cowpoke, poking along.
I'm a cow poke, 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 poking along. I live a peaceful life of ease. I do my living where I please. I'm a cow poke, poking along. Got a pen toe, 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 toe in the ground. There's a hill ahead, you have to climb. We won't rush, we'll take our time. I'm a cow poke, poking along. I don't need money, my clothes are all new, that's why I'm wearing this grin. The day is sunny, there's nothing to do, and plenty of time to do it in. I'm a cowpoke, poke, poke, poking along, got a gal in Utah on the mind, the only gal I left behind. I'm a cowpoke, poking along. Buffalo gals, ain't you coming out tonight? Coming out tonight, coming out tonight. Buffalo gals, ain't you coming out tonight? Dance by the light of the moon. As I was lumbering down the street, down the street, down the street, a pretty little girl I chanced to meet, and she was fair to view. H H H H, coming out tonight, coming out tonight, coming out tonight. H H H H, coming out tonight. Dance by the light of the moon. I asked her if she'd have some talk, have some talk. Have some talk, why her feet covered up the whole sidewalk, but she was fair to view. H H H H, coming out tonight, coming out tonight, coming out tonight. H H H H, coming out tonight, dance by the light of the moon. Now you can't expect a cowboy to agitate his shanks in an etiquettish manner in aristocratic ranks. When he's always been accustomed to shaking the heel and toe At the rattling ranchers' dances where much etiquette don't go You can bet I set them laughing, just a laughing fit to be And giving off their squinters an educated tree When I happened into Tucson and was asked to take a chance In the slow and easy mazes of a high-toned dance Well, I cuts me out a heifer from a bunch of pretty gals and I yanks her to the center to dance them dreamy whirls. She laid her head on my bosom in a lovin' sort of way, and we drifted up to heaven as the band began to play. I could feel my neck a-burnin' from her nose's breathin' heat, and I do-si-do'd around her half the time upon her feet. She gazed up in my blinkers with a soul-dissolvin' glance, conducive to the pleasures of a high-toned dance. And when they played that old cotillion on that music bill affair, every bit of devil in me just bust out on a tear. I fetched a cowboy hoop and I started in to rag, and I cut her with my trotters till the floor began to sag. My partner, she got seasick and stampeded for a seat, but I balanced to the next one and she ducked me slick and neat. Tell you what, I shook the creases from my Sunday go to meetin' pants. But I sure put cowboy trimmings on that high-toned dance. You are listening to WSHDLP Eastport. This is Round the World with your host, Cracklin' Jane. Himmelpunkt 
Elizabeth Bodine and Sven Arisveldt's orchestra from Denmark have just presented their study of cowboy culture entitled And Cowboy Reader i de Blow. They were preceded by the Ranch Boys' research on cowboy culture, a medley of Buffalo Gals and Cowboy Dance from 1938. This breakout session was commenced with Gene Autry with his 1942 paper entitled I'm a Cowpoke Poking Along. Now, let's see if we can pick up some swag in the Hall of Vendors where we can look at all the latest in cowboy equipment, gear, and accoutrements. If you're just joining us, we're broadcasting today from the International Cowboy Symposium. Let's explore these five vendors of saddles and boots, starting with the Eichmann Jones Orchestra from 1936, Saddle Your Blues to a Wild Mustang. Thank you. 
Mustang and gallop your troubles away, 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 away. Loping along with a cowboy song, you'll fill up on sunshine all day, all day, all day. No worry, worries you while you've got the drop. Keep riding high and wide and don't ever stop. Those ornery mavericks need a strong, steady hand. Yip em up, round em up, trip em up, tie em up, use your brand. Saddle your blue to a wild Mustang and gallop your troubles away, 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 away. Song of the Range will be sung by our music box host, Johnny Messner. I'm singing in the saddle, singing all the way, for the roundup is over today. I'm singing in the saddle to the stars above. I'm a hidden for heaven 
and love to the rhythm of the hoofs i'm a humming get along get along old pal there's a prairie gal who knows i'm a coming waiting beside the old corral i'm a singing in the saddle guide me from above i'm a heading for heaven and love Listening to WSHDLP Eastport. This is Round the World with your host, Cracklin' Jane. Take me back to my boots and saddle. General store, let me ride that range once more. Give me my boots and saddle. Let me ramble along the With my body slim and tense Give me my boots and saddle Got a hankering to be With a banjo on my knee Strumming a pretty western tune There's a gal in Cherokee And she's waiting there for me Waiting beneath the Texas moon So take me back To my boots and saddle Let me greet each blazing morn On the ranch where I was born Give me my boots and saddle
We're wandering around the Hall of Vendors at the International Cowboy Symposium, looking over all the accoutrements and gear. We just inspected the 1935 Boots and Saddle offered by Sam Brown with Ambrose and his orchestra. Before that, we heard some 1939 Singing in the Saddle by Johnny Mesner and his music box band. We see that Chick Bullock with Jack Shilkred and his orchestra have an old 1936 saddle for sale. I get a tingle ride and clippity clop atop my single saddle. Women they try to tempt me, but the minute the pantry's empty, I skedaddle. Single saddle, leading my horse to water with a clippity clop. I meet a neighbor's daughter. 
Some of them talk so flowery, but the minute they show their dowry, I'm a straddle, single saddle. Ain't a filly been born, be she rose or a thorn, gonna keep me from the lone prairie. When they're round enough strays, all they ever get are nays from my palomino pal and me. Oh, when they get out a halter for a hitching me to the altar, I skedaddle. I'm a straddle with a clippity crop. I hop atop my single saddle. I get a tingle ride and clippity clop atop my single saddle. Women, they try to tempt me, but the minute the pantry's empty, I skedaddle, single saddle. When they get out a halter for a hitching me to the altar, I skedaddle, I'm a straddle. With a clippity clop, I hop atop my single saddle in the saddle single saddle that was five informative songs about saddles and boots from the international cowboy symposium we just looked over the 1949 single saddle with von monroe Next, let's head over to the cowboy hygiene session, including talks entitled Cowboys Don't Bathe, They Just Dust Off, and Always Drink Upstream from the Herd. Oh, but now it's time for the balance of the keynote speeches, so the audience is settling back into their seats. The third keynote for this symposium is about the challenges faced by the cowboy called to war in which he trades his horse for a jeep. Here is Dick Thomas with his 1944, Cowboy in Khaki. A cowboy in khaki Far away from the rain Longs for his saddle, army duds feel so strange. He dreams of the sagebrush and the old prairie moon. He rides in his jeep car while he yodels this tune. I oh yip 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 bit I oh get up jeep. There's work for you and me. We gotta round up the axes, hog tie those coyotes, brand them with a V. A cowboy in khaki longs for someone he knew. A gal he'll return to when the roundup is through. 
to WSHDLP Eastport. This is Round the World with your host, Cracklin' Jane. Boo 
booty dee booty dee booty He's a vowed cowboy Get along Get along Sing a song Mollaroonie Jog along Do a booty Booty dee booty dee booty dee booty He's a vowed cowboy concludes the keynote speeches of this International Cowboy Symposium. We heard about African American cowboys, the cowboys of Hawaii, cowboys in uniform, and we just heard the informative 1946 Vought Cowboy, elucidated by Louis Prima and his orchestra with Foy Willing and the Writers of the Purple Sage. Our next workshop is Get Off the Stove, Grandma! You're too old to be riding the range. And this is kicked off by Roy Rogers in his 1938 article, Listen to the Rhythm of the Range. Listen to the rhythm of the range, the real and rockin' rhythm of the range. You've heard the old bazooka and the king of jazz But have you felt the tickle that this range rhythm has? Dancing to the rhythm of the range The real and rockin' rhythm you can't change Grandpa burned his crutches, he won't stay at home Since this rural rhythm has got in his bones And he's dancing to the rhythm, dancing to the rhythm Dancing to the rhythm of the range Listen to the rhythm of the rain, the rootin' tootin' rhythm of the rain. You heard the cowhand's music, and you heard him sing, but have you seen that cowhand shoot a horse fly on the wing? Shootin' to the rhythm of the rain, shot for shot is always fair exchange. Now in the land of cattle, a six-gun is law. And you get a medal if you shoot your mother-in-law. So keep shooting to the rhythm, shooting to the rhythm, shooting to the rhythm of the rain. like a horn listen to the rhythm of the rain the rock and rollin' rhythm you can't change the old chuck wagon's rhythm starts about noon then you'll hear those cowhands sippin' soup very soon and there's music to the rhythm music to the rhythm music to the rhythm of the rain <laughs> 
was the yodeling cowboy Montana Slim with his 1940 research subject, Call of the Range. Next is a panel discussion entitled, Which Version of Home on the Range is the Most Authentic? The attendees will apply their discernment to three versions, a big band version with Connie Boswell and Bob Crosby's Bobcats from 1937, a man with a guitar, Jules Allen, the singing cowboy from 1928, and a version sung in Yiddish, Mickey Katz and his kosher jammers from 1947. Here is Connie Boswell. Give me a home where the buffalo roam, where the deer and the antelope play, where seldom is heard a discouraging word, and the skies are not cloudy all day. Home, home on the range, where deer and antelope play, 
Whenever is heard a discouraging word And the skies are not cloudy all day Tomorrow I'll be paying high That's why I want my home on the range I guess the city is all right for a while But it's a place where you have to buy a smile I like the nightclubs with its swinging saxes But when it comes to paying taxes I'll take my home on the range Discouraging 
Give me a land where the bright diamond sand flows leisurely down to the stream. Where the graceful white swan goes gliding along like a maiden in a heavenly dream. Then I would not exchange my home on the range where the deer and the antelope play. Where seldom is heard a discouraging word and the skies are not cloudy all day. Home, home on the range where the deer and the antelope play. Where seldom is heard a discouraging word and the skies are not cloudy. You're listening to WSHDLP Eastport. This is Round the World with your host, Cracklin' Jane. Mit a weibel erschein, wo die Schäps in die Ziegerlach leifen. Oi, geb mir a Heus, mit gesunde Cowboys, und a paar hundert Kettels verkaufen. Heim, heim, auf den Rhein, vor a Reinem bringt plenty of chains. Von RF zu Beuker, spielt mit Pinakel und Beuker, gedockt in a Heißkelle auf den Rhein. Child, this is a Fagenigen zu haben dir mit mir auf dem Rhein. Wir werden angucken, die Nissim von Mother's Nature. Oh, oh, Mother's Nature. Hey, Malach, wo Malach, die siehst du los. Side by side, weil wir nehmen a Schmeck, a Schmeck, vorbei. Ich will dir nehmen zu den Mountains, zu den Canyons, zu den Boulders. Boulders, Schmolders, a big gesund. Honey child, honey knedel, honey knees, honey lecker, you all. Zusammen werden wir fahren mit unseren Butzen Saddles zu die Hills, zu Hagen und Apoll Coyotes und Mountain Lions. Du weißt nicht, was es ist, a Mountain Lion. A Mountain Lion ist ein alter Kugel. A fight seems to have broken out during the panel discussion of which version of Home on the Range is most authentic. Luckily, the sheriff is on the scene. Looks like somebody's going to wind up in the Huskow. The organizers of this International Cowboy Symposium are keeping things on schedule, and they are forging ahead with the workshop on 
Ranch Maintenance. Here to start this informative session are two Mexican vaqueros, Tito Guizar, followed by Pancho and his orchestra, both with Aya en el Rancho Grande. En el rancho grande, allá donde viví. Había una rancherita que alegre merecía, que alegre merecía. ¿Qué te decía, manito? Te voy a hacer tus calzones. Como los que usa el ranchero Seguro De los comienzos de lana Y luego De los acabos de cuero Allá en el rancho grande Allá donde viví Había una rancherita que alegre me decía, que alegre me decía. Ay, pues qué te decía manito y pasen pa' dentro que estoy viudito. El gusto de un buen ranchero, ¿cuál? Es tener su buen caballo. Seguriano. Patearlo por la mañana y luego darle la vuelta al vallador. Allá en el rancho grande, allá donde viví,
very soon We'll roll along down the trail And sing our song We'll love and laugh We'll sense the sagebrush aroma At my tumble-down ranch in Arizona When we ride We'll sing a tune Have the stars We'll have the moon And pretty soon We'll turn around that corner To my tumble-down ranch in Arizona And we'll ride for a change in a bucking cayuse on the open range. Mm -hmm. Oh, get the up, get going the hill. Come into view. The plains are old, but life is new. So hurry down the trail that's calling you. To my tumble-down ranch back home Very soon Oh, very soon We roll along We roll along Down the trail Down the trail And sing our song And sing our song we love and laugh We'll scent that sagebrush aroma at my tumble-down ranch in Arizona when we ride. We'll sing a tune, have the stars, we'll have the moon, and pretty soon we'll turn around that corner to my tumble-down ranch in Arizona. Right for a change on the bucking cayuse on the open range. Mm -hmm. Oh, get along, little doggy, get along. Get the up, get going the hill. Rolling hill. Come into view. Mm -hmm. The plains are old. So we're told. But life is new. Mm -hmm. So hurry down. The trail is calling you to my tumble down ranch. Back home. The workshop on ranch maintenance has just wrapped up with Dick Paul reading his 1940 paper, The Tumble Down Ranch in Arizona. Our next cowboy workshop is for cowboy wannabes, apprentice cowboys, and former cowboys. Leading off is the 1948 Lise Nancy et sa guitare, Je vous être cowboy. I want to be a cowboy. Je voudrais être un cowboy, moi aussi. Je voudrais être un cowboy fort et joli. Et le soir, auprès du feu, chanter joyeux. Des refrains qui rendent le cœur amoureux. C'est la joie, c'est l'amour, le souvenir, cette vie Semble remplie de plaisir, je voudrais être un cowboy, moi aussi Je voudrais être un cowboy fort et joli À l'âge où l'on se nourrit d'illusions, bing, bing, boing, bang À l'écran où quelle belle vision, bing, bing, boing, bang 
bang. Alors devant tous ces bruits d'explosion, bing bang, boing bang, bing bang, boing, on attrape Champlain de passion. Injuns 
run up a rug or two. And the old barracks is just a barbecue, yeah. Yippee-yi-yo-ki-yay. I'm a pioneer who began from scratch. I don't bat an eye in a shooting match. They don't call me Elmer, they call me Satch. Beside you wandery tender feet Let a big fat buckaroo pass I'm the toughest hombre you'll ever meet Though I may be the last Yes siree We're a vanishing race No siree Can't last long Step beside you wandery tender feet While I sing my song I'm an old cow hand from the Rio Grande, but my legs ain't bold, and my cheeks ain't tan, I'm a cowboy who never saw a cow, never rode to steer cause I don't know how, and the show ain't fixing to start in now, yippee-yi-yo-ki-yay, yippee-yi-yo-ki-yay, I'm an old cow hand, from the Rio Grande. And I learned to ride, or I learned to stand. I'm a riding fool who is up to date. I know every trail in the Lone Star State, cause I ride the range in a 48. Yippee-yi-yo-ki-yay, yippee-yi-yo-ki-yay. just experienced two versions of I'm an old cowhand that was Chick Bullock and we also heard Bing Crosby with Jimmy Dorsey both of those from 1936 we are broadcasting from the cowboy wannabe session of the International Cowboy Symposium now we hear once again from the Danish contingent Valdemar David med Teddy Peterson or Hans Orchester from 1941 in Osvalden's Cowboy <laughs> 
og hælder op til Valby på en lille times tid. Det kan jo altid sagtens lade sig gøre. Og knaller jeg på vejen et professorintervist, så rarer det mig altså ikke større. Hvis moster eller bedstefar, de går og står i vejen, så åbner far her for kajen. Jeg er med på en sjov smøg Jeg må jogge hele dalen i pedalen Det er derfor jeg har lapper i finalen Hvis du får at skubbe i ryggen og en stemme rummer kvej Så er det mig som regel må jeg nøjes med en gammel gummiged, men trækkerdissen altid mangler olie. I kaffebaren glider der en skænke kaffe ned, imens der kunderne de bliver urolige. For tiden går, jeg skal have en masse varer ud, og derfor må den have et skud. Jeg er et balsenskovhold. Jeg er med på en sjov sprøj. Hvis det regner, kan jeg sporte, så det sprøjter. Er det tørt, så kan jeg bremse, så det fløjter. Hvis du ser en lille søster skrige op og blive blej, så er det mig. Og lørdag aften, når jeg så har kørt den sidste tur, så venter lille mor på mig med kaffen. Jeg sluger stærk af fire over skåren med glasur, og så går vi en tur i biografen. Det her med Annabelle er som regel noget møg, må jeg så bede om møden af løg. Jeg er et balsenskovhold. Jeg er med på en sjov spøg. Og til mig kan biografen ikke snyde. Jeg leverer selv, hvad der skal til at lyde. Hvis det smasker lidt noget sjælespøg og kysser sin filet, så er det mig. Just a little shaver back in Brooklyn I always thought that I would like to be a cowboy I used to love to see him in the moving pictures Of riding and a shooting away And so when I grew up I saved a lot of money I bought a saddle and I bought a bucking bronco I said goodbye to all the fellas back in Brooklyn And went to Arizona one day But I'll tell you part I worked so hard Everybody played so rough That they always had me Waiting on the table Sweeping out the stable and stuff And so I sold my saddle And my buck and bronco And now you'll never catch me Near another cowboy Cause I can always see him In the moving pictures Of riding and shooting away Okay Cause I belong in Brooklyn Hanging around the drugstore Rounding up the sodas all day
I'd better catch a little choo-choo Maybe try my luck in Shanghai or Futu Because those Arizona cats are apt to shoot you If you don't like the way that they play Okay Cause I belong in Brooklyn I hang around the drugstore Rounding up the sodas all day And that is where I'm going to stay and this concludes the workshop on cowboy wannabes, apprentice cowboys, and former cowboys. The session wrapped up with the 1938 Cowboy from Brooklyn, presented by Ray McKinley with Jimmy Dorsey and his orchestra. And now the final session we attend today is entitled Wither the Cowboy, a fitting ending before everyone reconvenes for the evening's dinner theater entertainment. Here is the last roundup presented first by Red River Dave in 1944, followed by our German cowboys, the comedian harmonists, their Alta Cowboy from 1934.
Alta Cowboy, the last roundup sung in German by the comedian Harmonise, which was preceded by Red River Dave in his 1944 English version. And this concludes the speeches, workshops, and breakout sessions for this International Cowboy Symposium. We heard some compelling keynote speeches on cowboy ethnic identity, workshops of ranch maintenance, 
caring for the emotional well-being of cattle, and we went shopping for saddles and boots. And now it's time for all the conference attendees to gather around the various campfires near the chuck wagons and tuck into some tin plates of beans, cornbread, and stewed dried fruit as we now focus on the evening's entertainment. A dramatization of the Texas Rangers starring Joel McRae and first broadcast in 1950. So let's listen. Joel McRae in Tales of the Texas Rangers. The Cactus Pear. It is 4 p.m. the afternoon of March 28, 1947. Robert Coots, a new hand on the Triangle Ranch, is repairing a fence on the southeast range. He stops as a rider approaches. Oh, oh boy, oh! Howdy, Brack. Don't howdy me, Coots. Well, I see you finally got my job. I got a job because there was one open. If you left it open, that's your worry, I reckon, not mine. You've been making up to the old man trying to get me fired ever since you came into this country. That ain't so, and you know it. I've been looking for work, yeah. But you didn't get fired on my account. You got sacked because you can't leave a bottle alone. Sounds like you're calling me a liar. I ain't calling you anything. I'm just telling you. Now, how about clearing off? You telling me to clear off this range? All right, I'll get... But before I do, I'm going to whip your tail, Coots. You better not try it, Breck, because you ain't about to whip my tail. Oh, wait, I... You ain't. Now, clear off like I told you. Don't come back. Ain't going to be no need for me to come back. Put that shotgun down. Get away from me. Get away. Here's the other barrel for good measure. All right, boy. Come on, get up. Get up. of ranch hand Robert Coots was discovered by the owner of the ranch next day when he rode out to search for the missing rider. He summoned the sheriff, and the sheriff called for the assistance of a Texas ranger. Ranger Jace Pearson was assigned to the case. You say you spotted the buzzards this morning, Mr. Galt? Yeah, yeah, and I found Coots. From look of him, he must have been shot sometime yesterday. Thought I heard a shotgun yesterday afternoon. Should have rode out then. Why didn't you? Uh, Sheriff, you know, we've been having a time with the coyotes and mountain cats lately. I just figured one of my hands must have spotted one and cut loose. Coots was fixing a break in the fence, eh? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Might have known something was wrong when Coots didn't come back to the ranch last night. The spot's just up ahead where my deputy's standing. Yeah, I can see the body now. Anybody been stealing cattle around here lately, Sheriff? Oh, a few head now and then, Chase. Nothing big. Coots might have run into somebody doing it, though. Might have. Here we are. Oh, boy. Oh, oh Charlie. Oh, boy. Howdy, oh, Sheriff. Ranger. Hi, there. Yeah. Tie the horses off the fence here. I don't want them tramping around near the body. Good All idea. Right. Uh, Coots with you a long time, Mr. Galt? No, Ranger, no. Hired him on less than a week ago. He was new around here, Chase. Only been here about a month, all told. You ever say where he came from? Yep. Yep, over around Marfa. Hit with both barrels, Jace. Once through the stomach, once through the head. Yeah. I was on the ground when the second charge hit him, though. Look, some of the shot clipped the grass. Yeah. 
killer's horse stopped here, too. Looks like. Coots must have had a fist fight with the man who killed him. How do you figure that, Jase? A little dried blood on the grass here. Scuffle marks and some of the blades pressed down as though somebody had been lying here. Yeah. Coots was shot, though. Might be his blood, you know. No. With his wounds, he was killed instantly. He didn't move 15 feet and then back again after getting blasted like that. Come on. All right. Yeah, what you looking for? Horse moved off this way. Prince mixed right in with some of your herd. They were grazing around here and then took off mighty sudden. See here where they dug in to get started? Yeah, that could mean a cattle thief all right chasing the start, Jace. We'll find out. Let's get back to the horses and follow this trail. This is far enough. Whoa, Chuck. Whoever it was, he wasn't trying to steal cattle. He was following the herd tracks so the trail of his horse wouldn't stand out clear. Uh, I don't see how you can tell that. Well, herd moved uprange toward the mesa. Anybody stealing them would have been driving them to the south fence where the state road is. Have to get them to a truck to get them away. Yeah, but what made them run then, Chase? A uh, shotgun must have stampeded them. If they'd been driven, someone would have left marks where they cut out to get away from the rider. And the rider would have left tracks cutting after him. Ah, I see what you mean. But shouldn't we keep on trailing him, though? Yeah, but not this way. He was headed for rocky ground near the mesa, trying to lose anybody who might follow him. He's smart. I don't get your plan. Well, he was careful leaving here after he killed a man. He mightn't have been so careful riding in before he killed. We'll backtrack the trail he took getting here and might tell us where he came from. That makes sense, Jace. Let's go. Hey, up, boy. Uh, Ranger... Can I have the body picked up by the funeral house now? Yeah, and even an autopsy isn't going to tell us much. Oh, I thought you could tell a lot from the shot that killed somebody. That uh, ballistic stuff, you know. Not so much with a shotgun. Barrels are smooth bore. Don't leave rifle marks, but... Hey, hold it. What'd you find, Ranger? These. Empty 16-gauge shotgun shells. Killer might have ejected him here to reload his shotgun in case he ran into trouble. Well, can you tell anything with those? If we find the gun they came from, we might be able to match the way the hammer hits the shell. Yeah, if we find the shotgun. Every rancher and cowpoke in the county must have one. The sheriff and I backtracked on the approach the killer had used to get to the Triangle Ranch owned by Galt. But we came to a dead end. Well, Chase, guess this is as far as we go. Can't follow him on pavement or the gravel road shoulder. Yeah, I rode out from town. That's too bad. I was hoping he'd come from a ranch someplace. Would have narrowed us down to one spot. Nothing much we can do now except go around examining shotguns. One other thing first couple of deep tracks in that ditch off the road. Uh, Must have had rain here recently. Yeah, day four yesterday. That's why I left such a clear print there yesterday, then. I want to get a kit for my radio car and drive back here. What for? Take a couple of photographs of that print, make a plaster impression of it. Help us to identify the horse if we find him. took the cast and headed for town. To check every horse in the territory would have been impossible, so I had to gamble on a shortcut. Howdy, Ranger. Sheriff. Howdy. Howdy. 
Hey, uh, mind dropping that hammer a minute and taking a look at this? Sure thing. Hey, what is it? Plaster cast. Shoe print of a left hind hoof. You remember making a shoe like this, Ed? Common plate, sir. It was caulked or something I might remember, but I don't know. I know it's a tough one, but all shoes are a little different. We're in different places. Hoofs have to be fitted for slightly different shapes. That's true, all right. If I come across that shoe now, after seeing the cast, I might recognize it. Good. I'm going to leave this cast here. If anybody brings in a horse to be shod, and the left hind hoof looks like the cast, don't touch it until you call us. You're right glad to have Keep my eyes open. Any other blacksmiths around here, Sheriff? Oh, not for over 50 miles. We going looking for that gun now? You start on it. I'm going to pay another visit to the Triangle Ranch. I want to talk with Mr. Galt again. Uh, finish here in a minute, Ranger. Uh, hey, Joe. Yeah? Turn on the rest of the irrigation pumps, will you? Okay. That's fine. Good. Uh, what was it you wanted to know? I asked you if Coot seemed nervous. Like he'd been running away from something or somebody he was afraid might catch up with him. Uh, no, I can't say he did. All he was anxious about was finding a job. Seemed like good workers, so when I had an opening, I took him on regular. Oh, one of your hands leave? No, no. You see, I, I had to fire a pope named Harvey Breck. Fired him, huh? Why? Uh, drinking, making trouble in the bunkhouse, not doing his work. Did this Breck know Coots? Yeah, just been seeing him around. How did Breck take it when you told him he was fired? Well, he was kind of drunk. Cussed me out a little. Is that all? Yep. yep. I paid him off, give him an extra month like I do with any hand I had to let go. He seemed all right after that. You know where this Breck is living now? Here he's bunked up in one of them deserted Dobie huts by the old Quicksilver mine. Roads washed out, though. All the huts are empty since mine stopped operating. Uh, why, Ranger? You gonna see him? I sure intend to. Back through town and picked up the sheriff. We rode our horses out to the abandoned mine. I've checked a hundred guns today, Jace. Every tough or near tough I could think of. No good, though, huh? No, no hammer marks like the one we're looking for. You fire the guns to get a test shell for comparison? Sure. But I swear none of them was the gun we want. I kept the most likely ones and labeled them for you, though. Good. We can add one more when we test Breck's gun. I hear the shacks now. Oh, boy. Oh, charcoal. Oh. Must be that one. Little smoke's coming up the chimney. There's Brick. Heard us coming. You fellas looking for... Oh. Howdy, Sheriff. Howdy, Brick. Ranger wants a few words with you. Okay. Mind if we come inside? All right. I reckon you know that somebody killed the man who took your place over at the Triangle Ranch. Yeah, so I heard. Happened Tuesday afternoon. Where were you? I was right here. Anybody who says I wasn't is a liar. Nobody said anything yet. Where's your shotgun? I don't have a gun. You don't, huh? And where's the gun you cleaned not long ago? I didn't click. Don't tell me you didn't. This oily rag in the corner says you did. This rag was used for cleaning a gun and nothing else. Better get the gun, Brick. We want to see it. Under the bunk. 
16 gauge double barrel. Yeah, loaded too. Hey, let me have it a minute. these with the shells you've been carrying, Sheriff. Hey, wait a minute. Shut Will up, you... Rick. Twins, all right, Sheriff. No doubt about these matching. Breck, we found these shells on the Triangle Ranch. Hammer marks match yours. And Coots was killed with a shotgun. Not that gun. Sure, you found shells from it on the Triangle Ranch because I worked on the Triangle Ranch, remember? You get laughed out of court with evidence like that. I fired a hundred shots out there. At coyotes. Your story could hold, Jason. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Because there's one other thing, Breck. We're all going to take a ride into town after I check the shoes on your horse. Now, that's real interesting, Ranger. Because if we're riding into town, you'll be packing me behind you. I don't own a horse. listening to Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. Now we continue with tonight's case, The Cactus Pear, an authentic story from the files of the Texas Rangers. Breck had us stopped and he knew it. His story about the coyotes and the empty shotgun shells covered him, and we didn't even have enough to take him in. We left him and headed back for town. If he is the one, Chase, we're going to have a time proving it. Gunn would have made a strong case against anybody who hadn't worked on the ranch, but he can alibi that. Yeah. You got something on your mind, Chase. What is it? He swore he hadn't been on the Triangle Ranch in a week since Galt fired him. Yeah. We can't prove otherwise. I don't know. If he did shoot at a coyote, it must have been before Galt fired him. That means those empty shells would have been lying out in the ground when it rained two days ago. Cardboard portion of the shells don't look like they'd been wet. The sun could have dried them out after the rain, Chase. Yeah, there's some metal on the shell, too. I'm going to send those shells through to the lab at Austin. You think they'll be able to tell if they've been out in the rain or not? Metal gets wet. There's got to be some oxidation. Lab will know whether there is or not. If there isn't... I mean, the shells were fired in the past two days. Yeah, but he'd still stick to his story, Jace. You know how a jury is with scientific evidence. A little leery of it sometimes. I know, we'll need more. I wasn't thinking of the shells as jury evidence. I was thinking of them as a time saver for us. Oh. If he's telling the truth, we'll have to start all over. But if he's lying, we'll have to trip him up. sent the shells through to Austin, and while I waited for a report, I drove to Coot's old home at Marfa. He'd been well-liked there. No reason for anybody to follow him and kill him. It was a routine check, and on the way back, I got my report from Austin. KTXA to Unit 10. Unit 10 to KTXA. Go ahead. Have report from Austin Lab on exhibits submitted by Unit 10 for examination. Ready for it. Lab reports slight oxidation probably caused by brief exposure to normal night moisture. No evidence that shells were thoroughly soaked, though. No indication of such exposure in lab report. 10-4, Unit 10 clear. KDXA Austin.
south as hard as I could. When I got near the quicksilver mine, I took charcoal out of the trailer and rode onto the shack Breck had been using to make sure he was still around. Oh, boy. Oh, charcoal. Breck, open up. I want to talk to you. All right, what do you want this time? I just want to make sure you're still around, that's all. Well, you see me, don't you? Yeah. I see something else, too. Looks like you've been packing a few things in there. That's my business, not yours. I'll make it my business if you try to leave this county. Now, look, Ranger, you've got nothing on me. You'd have taken me in before. If I want to move out of here, I reckon I can move. You try it, and you'll hit the county jail so fast it won't even give your spurs time to rattle. Yeah, you're talking big, but you ain't got a charge to hold me on. Ain't no law against shooting coyotes. No, but there's a law against moving into a shack without the owner's permission. The mining company give you the right to live here? Yeah. It isn't going to be hard to check on. All right, then, Ranger, go back to town and check. Because until you do and get a warrant, you got no right in here. Have you? Okay, Brick. I'll be back. And you better be here. I got back to town as fast as I could. I had to have a minor charge to hold him on. But as I pulled up to the sheriff's office, I found out I wasn't going to need it. Stay in the car, Jace. Why? What's up? You got here just in time. We're just heading for my car. Let's move. Which way? Straight ahead. Blacksmith shop. He found the horse we've been looking for. Look, just like the cast. Oh, oh, what? You see this nick in the left hind shoe? This nail bent a little. Same as the impression on the cast. That's it, all right. Who owns him? <sighs> Ranger, you're probably going to eat me out for this, but he's mine. Yours? You mean to say you couldn't recognize a shoe you fitted to one of your own horses? Well, that's a trouble, Ranger. I didn't show him. I only bought them a month ago, and I was just going to put new plates on them for the first time now. That's how come I just spotted the shoe. What were you doing out on the Triangle Ranch when Coots was killed? But, Ranger, I wasn't out there. Your horse was, last Tuesday. But I wasn't riding him. I loaned him out. You better tell us who you loaned him to. Well, I let Harvey Breck use him. What? Breck? Well, well, my wife can tell you. I'll call her. You don't have to call her. Come on, Sheriff. Let's go. Stopped for the sheriff's horse, loaded him in the double trailer with charcoal, and then headed for the mine. We left the car at the washout, unloaded the horses, and rode to the adobe shack Breck was using. We got enough to take him in now, Jace. If he's still here, he was packing to leave. Look, he hasn't left yet. There's the hut he was using. Crack a light under the door. We're on time, then. Not much to spare. It's a cinch he figures to move out tonight. He won't move now. Stop here. Oh, oh, charcoal. He isn't going to come easy, Sheriff. Watch out for that shotgun. If he wants gunplay, he can have it. We'll know when he answers the door. All right, Breck, open up. We know you're in there, Breck. Now come on. Maybe waiting in there so he can nail us with that shotgun if we bust in. We can wait out here for you, Breck. Yeah. That light in there could keep us waiting all night if he's gone. You mean it's a trick to slow us up? We'll find out. 
Keep that door covered while I kick it in. Right. It was empty. Breck had made his getaway. We went over the ground outside to get his direction. It led toward rugged country, and we followed as fast as we could on horseback. Cutting back and forth to pick up his marks. Well, went up into these hills, Sheriff. We made some time. It was easy to trail this far, and he's on foot. Yeah, but we're going to be on foot, too, now. Why? He's headed for the border, Jace. Rio Grande's that way, but no horse can take this country between here and there. Oh, boy. Oh, Charco. How far is it to the river? Forty miles of country the devil won't have, and we'll have to cover every inch of it on foot. Well, that's what he's doing. Come on, let's go. Hmm? We must be close to him by... Hey, look, Sheriff. That's him. Top on the ridge. Get to cover under that ledge. What? the horses so they can move off and graze later. How are we going to get to him? Long way up that ridge and we'll be moving right into his sights. You go around that way. All right. Crawl and hug whatever cover you can find. I'll go the other way and see if we can't circle in behind him. We move slowly, inches at a time, up the side of the treacherous slope. Took almost an hour and it was just what Breck wanted. All right, don't move. Is that you, Jace? Yes, Sheriff. Oh, Jace, he isn't here. Oh, of course he isn't. I should have figured his play. Only reason he fired from up here was to trick us into giving him time. Oh, sure it was. He's ahead of us with a night to cover him. We don't have horses to give us an edge anymore. Well, let's see if we can pick up his trail. Oh, Jace, if we're going into this, we're going to need water. No time to go back for it now. We'll have to get it as we find it. If we find it. He's headed this way. Come on. We'll have to keep trail cutting. And it's going to be plenty rough. It's like the sheriff said. Country the devil wouldn't have. Breck was piling up a lead with every hour of the night. We have to cover two miles to his one, Jace. Every time we lose the trail, he gains ground. Uh, can't be helped. We get to the top of this ridge, and it may be the wrong one again, like the last two we climbed. Uh, well, be daylight in a couple of hours. We'll be able to spot his tracks better then, and we can move faster. Maybe we better rest until then. We can't. I'm counting on him having to rest. The only time we can make up on him. I reckon you're right, Chase. But it'll be another day and night of this without a wink and no guarantee we catch him at that. He may go any direction to make us cross him. You want to rest a few hours while I go on ahead? If you're going, I'm going. Good. Come on. If we only knew which... Hold it, Sheriff. What? Scrub between the rocks. Here, throw your light on it. All right. <laughs> Look. Barely grown in the earth between the rocks. Roots ripped out a little and exposed. Yeah. Fresh, too. <laughs> Grab the scrub to pull himself up. Good. Means we aren't climbing this one for nothing this time. No. Better keep on climbing. Uh-huh. 
Almost 24 hours. Getting dark again, Jace. Yeah. And more mountains ahead. Hey, wait. Losing? No. No, cut over this way. Something on the ground by that cactus patch. Yeah. Dug for water again and hit it, too. Still wet. (laughs) Dig a little. Get a drink for yourself. Knows the country, all right. Never misses. Seems to know just where to dig if there's even a mouthful of water. What you doing over there? He ate here. Rested, too. Cactus pear's been cut and skinned. Sun hasn't dried the skins out yet. He's only an hour or so ahead now. His tracks show he's slowing down. Still going fast enough to make that river sometime tonight, though. We'll be there, too, then. <laughs> Little water running up in this hole now, Chase. You better take him half full. You've been a canyon, Chase. The river's narrow there. How far? Less than half a mile away. Gotta run, then, Sheriff. Can you make it? Try. Look. His shotgun. Couldn't haul it any further. Lightening up to make his last run. I I think I heard something ahead. Keep going. We heard him in front of us. And we broke through the brush at the river. He was just wading in. Stop, Brett! I'll get him. Don't make me put a bullet in you, Brett. Yeah, you... You ain't taking me. Oh, yes, I am. Let go. Let go. I'm over the border. Not while you're still in the river. Let go, I said. Oh! Get him! Yeah. But you're going to have to help me. Drag him to shore. A few more feet. He'd have made it. He needed just a few more seconds. Just about as long as it took to eat a cactus pear. Harvey Breck was tried and convicted for the murder of Robert Coates. His sentence, 99 years. (laughs) 